0: The latest phase of the federal government's uh, plan to ban single-use uh, plastics comes into effect today. The federal government is banning companies from importing or making plastic bags and takeout containers uh, this year, from selling them by the end of next year and from exporting them by the end of 2025. The move will also affect most uh, single-use plastic straws as well as stir sticks and cutlery. Six-pack rings used to hold cans and bottles together will get slightly more time uh, before the ban affects them. Uh, June of 2023 is the uh, targeted start date for that although some companies have already moved away from the plastic in that sense uh, there are some exceptions uh, for uh, flexible straws to accommodate people with disabilities juice boxes can also be sold with disposable plastic straws attached with uh, to them but that will uh, run until uh, June of 2024 so it's banned as of today is a plastic uh, checkout bags, cutlery, takeout containers, stir sticks and straws. And again, there's a phasing in of all of this in terms of making, exporting and selling and whatnot. So it's um, it's something that's been in the works for a while, was delayed slightly by the pandemic, but begins uh, today. Emily Robinson is a food education manager at the School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at the University of Guelph and joins us now. Appreciate the time today.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: Uh, the, the ban itself, uh, is this a, a move in the right direction?
1: I think so. I think definitely. And um, realistically, I mean, bans like this have been happening in Europe and in a variety of different countries already. I think really North America is just starting to catch up to kind of um, getting to that same point. Uh, I think there's additional challenges definitely in Canada, one of them particularly being that we um, are much more spread out than a lot of European countries, which can pose kind of, a, you know, supply chain challenges with, with these sorts of process changes. But, um, but I think it's definitely moving in the right direction. And I think something that, um, uh, something that is, is only going to you know, continue to be adopted by, by other countries in the future, too.
0: It's interesting because it sounds straightforward, but there's a lot of uh, layers to this. It's not something you can just, you know, start one day, which is, I think, what the government kind of discovered as they were going along with all of this.
1: Definitely, yeah. And and when you think about it, there's a lot of um, kind of players involved in this change, right? And, And with that pause, especially today, on... Um, you know, the manufacturing of single-use plastic. So when you think about that, that's a, you know, whole industry of jobs that we're affecting in that sense. So we're trying to take those sorts of things into account. And then also, you know, obviously a lot of these single-use plastics have to do with uh, food service operations, which is particularly what I look at. And um, it can pose a lot of challenges for things like food safety practices, um, especially when we look at things like single-use plastics that we might use in the kitchen. Um now at this stage of the ban we are really focusing on those kind of consumer end single use plastics right things like straws and takeout containers um but there is a lot of um kind of concern that that those sorts of bans are going to move into things that we have to use in food preparation as well which which again that's where things get really complicated with those sorts of food safety practices too.
0: Well that's one of the things we wanted to talk to you about what impact could this have on the uh, the restaurant industry?
1: Um well, it's it's definitely um, uh, you know one of the reasons I think that they're phasing this in slowly is there has been a lot of pushback and concern from the restaurant industry, um, and in particular, organizations like Restaurants Canada have um, really tried to get ahead of this and, and tried to actually push back a little bit because they are concerned for, for the operators trying to adapt to these changes. And, and um, you know, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, it's a very um, fast-paced environment. There's always a million things to do. So I think, you know, implementing a change that's so wide-sweeping and kind of, you know, forces everyone in, into to changing habits and, and changing their supply chain um, really quickly, I think would, um, would have a lot of pushback from the industry. So I think this phased approach is, is the right way to do things. And I think from the restaurant operator perspective, there's definitely a lot of challenges and barriers involved, but um, but I do think kind of you know that it, it is the way we're we're moving forward. So um, you know this phased approach will allow them to kind of adapt slowly and just understand that um, you know there's going to be some some bumps along the way. But they um, this is the new way forward, and they have to start you know adapting to those changes.
0: What can they do to pivot?
1: So there's a few different. Um, Well, kind of two main options um, that most people are looking at, right, is the option of switching to alternative products that aren't, you know, single-use plastic or switching to more of a reuse model. Um, And kind of from my perspective and my research, switching to more of that reuse model is going to be really the more sustainable way forward. I mean, ultimately, we're focusing on single-use plastics right now, but the general, you know, overproduction of single-use disposable items Um, is problematic in itself. So we really want to try to switch more towards a reusable model. Um, And the good news with that is in light of this ban, a lot of um, uh, kind of startups around reusable takeout containers and reusable common plastic items have popped up in recent years. In particular, a couple um, supply uh, in Toronto, S-U-P-P-L-I, um, has a reusable takeout container model for um, Toronto restaurants. There's a couple others popping up more regionally. There's one called Friendlier kind of the Guelph-Waterloo region. Um, so... There's there's alternatives available for sure. If they want to switch to something like a you know a biodegradable or or um, you know wood based product, um, but I think really the more sustainable option is is for restaurants to try to pivot to more of a reusable model, especially with takeout containers.
0: Well, it's a really good point because sometimes I think and it's it's not a bad thing to be you know getting rid of single use plastics, but we focus so much on what we're getting rid of, not so much on okay, well, what do we use instead, which can sometimes depending on the route you go, maybe be just as problematic.
1: Definitely, because at the end of the day, you're still using a lot of resources into creating an item that is only going to be used once and thrown away. And more often than not, even when it is something that is, you know, a wood pulp product or a biodegradable or compostable product, um, the difficult thing with our waste management systems in Canada and in a lot of other countries is... Um, you know, your neighbor, (laughs) you know, neighboring municipality might have a completely different composting system than you do. So trying to standardize something like that is really challenging because most of the time we try to create a compostable product in one region that just doesn't translate anywhere else. So it actually ends up in landfill a lot of the time instead.
0: We will follow with interest. Emily, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Emily Robinson, Food Education Manager at the School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at the University of Guelph.